Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Someone the other day said to me that we are living in the age of Antichrist. Well, who is the Antichrist? That phrase, Antichrist, is one of 27 names for a world dictator who will rule from the city of Rome, then drop by Jerusalem on his way to Babylon, where he will operate an economic, political, governmental system. Age of Antichrist is the title of a five-part audio series on CD that I have available for you. It will help you to understand the coming of this beast and how indeed that will all be set up in our world today. I can give you this much information. We are at that point for it to happen. Let's take a moment now and listen to a portion of the second part in this five-part series, The Emperor Who Is the Antichrist. We'll take a moment to listen to this study, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of The Age of Antichrist. Here now is the study. Go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 on your way back to Revelation. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And let me show you why any Jew or any Gentile will recognize the Messiah in the person of Antichrist. Chapter 2, verse 8, 2 Thessalonians. Here it is, chapter 2, verse 8. And then shall that wicked one be revealed. That's the Antichrist, another name for Antichrist. And then shall that wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. That's how we're going to read the description. That's how I know it's the Antichrist shall uh, consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall render inoperative with the brightness of his coming. That's what's going to happen in the second coming of Jesus Christ. Antichrist will be rendered inoperative. He will not be destroyed. If your Bible says be destroyed, he will not be annihilated. He will burn in hell forever and ever and ever. That's Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. He's going to be burning forever. Now look at verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, that is Antichrist, we'll find out he is satanically energized in a moment, with all power and signs and lying wonders, verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They receive not the gospel. Whoever does not receive the gospel prior to the rapture of the church or after the rapture of the church. This is teaching two things. Number one, it's teaching that there's no second chance. Sorry, Tim LaHaye and Left Behind. There's no second chance. I've talked with Tim. I talked with Tim about it personally. And he said that's not what he meant. He said in a novel, there is license, poetic license that can be taken, and we allowed that to come by. So it does seem like there's a second chance for the pilot and that youth pastor in Left Behind, if you've read the book. There is no second chance. Our son Jim was just out in Dallas doing a shoot for a radio Bible class. What's Reg's last name, Mart? Reg, I'm sorry? Reg Grant, who is a professor at Dallas Theological Seminary. They had a discussion, my son and Reg. And Reg is a graduate of Dallas, and they were got to talking about a second chance, and Reg, who is the professor at Dallas, said, well, no, wait a minute, man, you got and Jimmy just said, well, I think that's what the word says. And he wrote back, he did a complete study on the thing, did a word study and everything else. He said, that's exactly what it's teaching, that there is no second chance. When those, listen to me, when those who rejected the love of the truth, the gospel, that they might be saved, how do you reject something? You've got to hear it, number one, first. 
You've got to, uh, after you hear it, understand what it's saying, and then you have to make a mental decision. I reject that. That's the only way you reject it. You don't reject it by not understanding it and never hearing it. And so if somebody has heard the gospel, understood it, and make a mental decision, I am rejecting that, there's no second chance when they go into the tribulation period. But this verse is applicable in the tribulation period as well. Because the gospel is going to be preached. Two witnesses will preach. Revelation chapter 11, verse 3 and following. 144,000 male virgin Jews will preach the gospel. Revelation chapter 7, verse 4 and following. The gospel will be given to every person on the earth. It says in Matthew 24, 14, until everybody has heard the gospel, Jesus Christ will not come back again. And so during the tribulation period, every single person is going to hear the gospel. Now look what it says again. Look here in verse 10, the last part. Because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved, Jew or Gentile, what happens to them? Verse 11, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. What's the Antichrist going to do? He's going to lie. He's going to say, I'm the Messiah. Don't you recognize me as your Messiah? I'm doing all these miracles. I meet every qualification as a Messiah. And Jew or Gentile alike who will accept the lie will make it happen because God will send them a strong delusion and cause them to believe the lie. Why? Because they reject the gospel. And so if they reject the gospel, they fall right in line with the Antichrist and they accept this Gentile as Antichrist. The Bible teaches it. Evidence is the Antichrist is going to be a Gentile. Go back to chapter 13. Let's look at the second thing. I want to bring to your attention the second thing of description of the Antichrist found in the last part of verse 2. I read it just a moment ago, Revelation 13. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. You see, the Antichrist is only a part of the satanic trinity. Remember what I said when we started out? I said in verse 11 and following, there's another beast comes up out of the earth. He is referred to as the false prophet. And so we have here in chapter 13, the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the dragon or Satan who gives both of them their power. You have then a satanic trinity. You have Satan who tries to be the replicate or duplicate of God the Father. You have Antichrist who tries to be the replica or duplicate of Jesus the Son. You have the false prophet who endeavors to do everything that the Holy Spirit would do, be the replica or the duplicate of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, you have the satanic trinity. That satanic trinity are going to be dealt with during this seven-year period of time. The Antichrist and the false prophet though their bodies may be on the earth today, or should I say the bodies of the individuals that Satan will energize. Satan is going to energize two bodies. One of them will be the Antichrist. The other one will be the false prophet. They'll be recognizable as men on this earth. And so they are going to be totally satanically energized. I believe what that means is that what will happen, Satan, who is now abiding in the first heaven, you know the three heavens, the first heaven we see in the daytime, that's the sun and the clouds, 
Second heaven, what we see tonight, the moon and the stars. Third heaven, where God is. When God, when Satan fell and one-third of the angels fell with him, they fell from the third heaven to the first heaven. They have been abiding in the first heaven now for 6,000 years. What does Ephesians 6 say? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers of darkness in high places in the heavenlies. Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 says they're going to be thrown out of the heavenlies. They're in the first heaven. And Satan has been dispatching evil angels to accomplish his will on this earth. He is going to dispatch two of his best, one to fill a body of an individual who will be the Antichrist and another to fill a body of an individual who will be the false prophet. And basically what I'm saying to you, that body of that individual could be a vegetable. You understand what that term means? A brain that's not working, but a heart that's still pumping. A body that's laying, maybe sustaining its life with some type of medical apparatus. You know, those who really should be left to die, but family keeps them alive for some reason. And that individual, whoever it may be, it could be a personality, a personality we would recognize instantly simply by visual contact, supposedly dead. That body would be energized, doesn't have to have a brain. Satan is going to demon possess the... You know what a demon is? A demon is an evil angel living in a human body. That's what a demon is. That's the definition of a demon. And so Satan is going to satanically energize that body and make it stand up. And you'll say, oh, the Antichrist risen from the dead. The Age of Antichrist is the name of the series that you have been listening to a portion of. We've been talking about the beast, the emperor of this empire that is going to come into power, a one world economic, political, governmental system. It will be preceded by an ecclesiastical Babylon, which is a false church and end up in economic Babylon. Indeed, that is a literal Babylon that I'm talking about. For more on that, you need to get your copy of Age of Antichrist, a five-part audio series on CD that is available to you. If you would like to have your copy, call our toll-free number. They can tell you how you can make your purchase. That toll-free number is 877-674-3298. It's toll-free from all across America. Once again, the number, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and make your purchase. Do it today. You need to understand that we indeed are living in the age of Antichrist. And as you study this, you'll become much more aware of the fact that we are quickly approaching the time of the rapture when Jesus will call us up to be with him. By the way, that could happen in the next moment. And having said that, really there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...